Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Showtime. Welcome to Let's Talk Archetypes with your host, renowned intuitive and author, Roy Solberg. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. My name is Roy, and this is Let's Talk Archetypes. I am broadcasting tonight from Antwerp, Belgium. Don't you love this technology? I can uh, I can join you and tune in on any place I am as long as I have Wi-Fi and and uh, and Skype. So tonight we're going to talk about passion and purpose. I a lot of my clients. One of the first things they say is, I just don't know what my purpose is. I don't know. I can't find my purpose. I keep searching for my purpose. So we're going to delve into this tonight. And as you know, I love giving homework. So um, get your pen and pencil. First of all, I want to start with a quote from Steve Jobs that I ran across. And I believe this was in his his, uh, talk at Stanford graduation. He said, your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And if you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. As with the matters of all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. And like any great relationship, it just keeps getting better and better as the years roll on. So keep looking until you find it and don't settle. And that's so important. We we tend to settle for things that other people want us to do or things that we think we should do or uh, there's just a multitude of reasons why we settle. So keep in mind we are not settling anymore. So we're going to look at, at passion and purpose through the seeker archetype. The seeker archetype ask that you explore your inner and outer life and see if those those two are in harmony. Define what you're seeking. Do you find answers and then consider them to be incomplete? Are you at peace with what you seek? Or do you let your fears get in your way? Remember, there's two uh, sides to every archetype, the illuminated and the shadow. Now, the illuminated gathers information along the way. She has questions and sets out on a journey searching for answers to those questions. And when she finds the answers, they become the mosaic of her life. And you can incorporate the wisdom of each experience that you're, you know, in this search. Um, And this also helps you call back your spirit from past wounds and experiences. Anything that has kept you from feeling whole and, and in harmony with yourself. The shadow is always seeking and rarely finds, um, is never satisfied with the answer, seldom at peace, and just keeps on walking, never finding what, they're, what they, he, he or she believes is missing in their life. In the shadow seeker, you forget what you're looking for in the first place. So, you know, take a look at, at your experience. How many classes have you taken? How many things have you tried? You know, we go to this class and that class seeking uh, information. Maybe this is my purpose. Maybe that's my purpose. But we never do anything with it. 
I've been in Europe for about two weeks now, and we started out in Denmark and then Germany, and now we've settled in Belgium for a week. The history of these countries is absolutely amazing. And while I was wandering through Old Town in Antwerp yesterday, I thought about today's show. I thought about the difference between purpose, life's purpose, life's goal in the in the 12th century as as compared to today's, uh, you know, the people today. So in the early days, we all had a purpose, and that was to support the tribe. If you didn't do your job, the people would suffer. So, you know, you had to be part of the community. You had to show up and be present. If you were sharp with a bow and arrow or a gun, depending on what era you lived in, you you became a hunter. You brought food to the table. Shoemakers then took the leather and made shoes. And they they traded. People traded their gifts, traded their purpose, traded their passion. You knew your purpose, and it was to serve the people for the betterment of the tribe. I think that service to mankind is still our purpose. The way we do it today is different, and it's not, it certainly isn't as clear-cut as it was in the ancient days when survival was the issue. I think that everyone is born to into this life with a purpose. And I think it, it's, it's important that we know what it is, that we express it, and that we bring our gift to the table of mankind because each of us has a gift. We were born with it. This is why you incarnated in this lifetime. What you are passionate about is what guides you to your purpose. And denial keeps you from acting on what you know. And fear just keeps you stuck. Not trusting your, your purpose or passion um, not trusting that it can support you will influence your choices. And we also have family programming that says we have to be this or that. Um, one of my friends and clients um, wanted to have her own vineyard, and we t- I talk about this in the um, Spirit of Archetype book. But her parents had said, no, you have to work hard, save your money, and when you retire, you can do what you want. And I suggested that that didn't work for her parents and why is she waiting well she was working at a job that didn't serve her passion because vineyards and wine definitely were the thing that she loved and talked about and felt alive she is um, now uh, owner of a very prestigious vineyard she is sales manager for one of the um, well-known wineries, and she is living her purpose. She is living her passion, and every day, you know, it it um, may be dicey on some days. It's hard work, I can tell you that, but yet it, she's complete. I have a grandson, for instance, who's an excellent guitarist, and his passion is music, but he's studying psychology, and I'm trusting that that he'll be able to use the gift of music in his work or he will go back into just into music. So it's important that we know what is our passion. And and once you know that, that's going to allow you to then begin 
searching for the purpose. Now, sometimes we search for our purpose, and it's truly a game that keeps us stuck. I can't move forward because I don't know what my purpose is. I can't um, I can't find my purpose, so therefore I am just going to waste my life because I can't find my purpose. So it's, it's a matter of of recognizing how you are spinning and how you are moving around and around the the bush of finding out what it is that you're to do and 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 get busy and do it. I think too many of us have wasted too much time. So the act of bringing your gift to the table is so important to the world at large. Your purpose may be as simple as living a peaceful life and being a, an example of peace and love for others. What it isn't is an easy life. There's a misconception that when you find your purpose and and you can do what you're passionate about, then your life will be perfect. It will be one of one long, continuous, easy street. Peace and quiet, love, money, everything will be perfect. Well, I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. Life will always be flowers at the front, front door, and chaos at the back. And when you're doing something you love, something fulfilling, it, it's not what, let me back that up. Even when you're doing something you love and something fulfilling, you're still going to have days that don't work for you and days that do. But at the end of each day, you will feel that you have done everything that you can and you will go to bed satisfied. So there will be chaos. Chaos is is what shakes us up and makes us grow and change. Nietzsche said that in times of trouble, he would say, yes, this is exactly what my soul needs. Well, I'm here to tell you, I'm not in that position yet, but (laughs) I'm hoping to. So here's some homework for you. How do you find your purpose? What do you love? What gives you joy? Who or what has given you permission to do it? What would you have to give up or do? What would you have to create in order to do what you love? How would you have to create something new? What would you have to create? You know, so many times we know exactly what it is that we want to do. Your intuition tells you constantly. You can go back to your childhood and take a look at what gave you joy. I mean, when I was a kid, I was still, I was organizing groups and parties by the time I was five years old. And I'm still gathering people together and I still have parties and classes and so on and so forth because that was the purpose. So when you look back at your life, make a list of all the things that you did as a child. Remember when we had Diane Chamnus on as a guest and she was saying that her grandmother saved all of her school things and when she wasn't sure what to do with her life, wasn't sure what her purpose was, she went through the box and there was a pattern there. Well, we have this pattern from the time we're born. We bring it in with us. And your job now is to start um, 
going through your past, going through your patterns, reevaluating and rediscovering what it is that you loved as a child because that will give you a clue as to what your purpose is. So, again, what what do you love? What did you love? Make a list of everything you enjoyed as a kid. What gives you joy now? And then how do you... Uh, how do you step aside that now? How do you um, not allow yourself to live that joy? I know of one of my clients wanted to be an artist, and she went through school, and she was told that there was no money in art, even though that was her joy and her passion. So she went into advertising because it paid more. Well, as she worked at that and married and had children and had responsibilities, then she was stuck. She had bills to pay. She had people to take care of. She had children to put through school. And so that dream of hers of being an artist was set aside. When we do that, we set aside part of our spirit. And that doesn't work for us. It doesn't keep us healthy. We go back to that who I am on the inside and who I am on the outside shall be separate no more. Well, we split that when we allow ourselves to be talked into doing something for someone else or for other reasons. Now, let's face it. You have to pay your bills. You have to take care of your children. You have to put food on the table. But there has to be a way that you can express your passion and express your um, purpose as well as take care of yourself. One of our main fears is that if I do what I want, I will not be able to uh, have enough money to support ourselves. So when we do that, then we're, we're dealing through fear. So if that is your your situation, then I suggest that you identify those fears and then begin to shift them. And we shift them by the changing archetypes. We shift them by the patterns that we're living. We examine our beliefs, and then you shift your patterns. And and once you change those beliefs, it's going to allow you to move into a new frequency of energy. It's It's about trust. It's about allowing yourself to trust that you were born for a purpose, you have a gift to bring to the table, and that you will be taken care of as you present that gift to mankind. So I had another uh, friend and client who worked at a job she hated because her husband convinced her it was her karmic debt to do so. So if you have someone telling you that it's your karmic debt to pay off, yeah, I would move on. So who chose what you're doing now? Did you choose it? Did society choose it? Your parents, your spouse, money? Did you make your decision to live your purpose because of money? Sometimes that just, you know, drains our spirit, drains our energy. Clients who have found their purpose often discount it because of this fear. I knew a woman who was making sacred jewelry. She was doing a great job. But then she comes up, but who would buy it? So that fear of 
of if I do this, you know, what the, what's the payback going to be? Ideally, if you can express your purpose in life without the payback, um, it's amazing how the universe supports you. It's amazing how people come and want to be part of your creativity, part of that passion that you're showing. So um, make a list of your passions. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down everything that you enjoy doing. Make your list as long as it can be. And then going back to the top of the list, take the first three and choose one out of those three. What's the most important? And write that down in another column. And then keep going down until you get to the final three, until you eliminate all of them except the final three. And at that point, you'll be able to see with clarity those things that you enjoy doing. So let's get started. Stop fooling around. Get some forward movement going. Um, Let's, list again, list the things you love. Because, you know, the world is waiting for your gift. How long are you going to hoard it? How long are you going to deny your passion? How does it serve you to to be working or doing something or living a life that doesn't serve you? Sometimes it even feels abusive, Um, especially if you're just working for money, working at a job that you don't like. Just And again... There are times that we have to do things that don't serve us in order to put food on the table, and that's fine. As long as you are creating a future that will allow you to express your creativity. Express your creativity. So again, define what you're, what you're seeking move into the into the illuminated seeker get that list going purpose is the reason you've incarnated this time and i think that's the most i find the most confusing is why am i here you know what is life all about your family programming influences your choices um the society and 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 the economy but there is always room for you to express your creativity so again i have clients who have found their purpose they know what they're there to do and yet because of their fear they will not take action so I suggest that you give your fear a color. Give it a shape. Give it a size. Identify it. Give it a name. Make a picture out of it. Put it on the on your computer so that you go, "Oh yeah, I remember you. You're the fear. You're not uh you're not that scary." And then the other thing I suggest is take action. Take action. Make a list again. I'm a great list list maker, as you can tell. 
but I want everyone front and center because you, you know, as um, Steve Jobs says, your time is limited. Don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living the results of other people's thinking. Is that what you're doing? Have you been programmed not to step forward and do what it is you want to do because of someone else's opinion? So what would happen if today was the the last day of your life? What would you be doing? What decisions have you made that you would um, like to reverse? or new decisions that you would... You know, that's an interesting interesting process, too. If you had three months to live, what would you do? Who would you see? Where would you go? This kind of helps you define and clarify what's important to you. And it's very interesting that when I do this for myself, my... Um, if I had that time... I would go to Mexico and live on the beach and write every day. So <laughs> I often say, and why am I not doing that? Of course, I'm in Europe writing, but not every day. So so that helps you, again, clarify. But I think deep down, everybody knows exactly why they're here. Exactly. You've known from the time that you reincarnated why you're here, what your purpose is, and that passion is... is deep within us. It's when we cover it up with masks, we cover it up with other people's thinking. We let other people's opinions drown out that inner voice of ours that uh, that we get lost. And then we go around saying, I can't find my purpose. I can't move forward until I find my purpose. So we have a few minutes left here. Um, You know, again, it last day of your life, this is your life. It is not someone else's. You want to do what you love and do it often. Uh, I have the whole STI manifesto in front of me. It says, this is your life. Do what you love and do it often. And if you don't like something, change it. If you don't like your job, quit. If you don't have enough time, stop watching TV. If you're looking for the love of your life, stop. They'll be waiting for you when you start doing things you love. It is that expression of self and spirit out into the world that attracts like. As long as you have your head down searching for your purpose, you are not living out into the world. You are not attracting other energies to you. As soon as you say, you know, this, my purpose may not be apparent to me now, but I know I have one, and I am willing to be open to discovering what it is. Then things start changing. This is it's important to you. It's important how you talk to yourself. This is how it will change your your perspective of your purpose. So trusting that you have one. Trusting that the universe will support you in expressing that purpose in life, that it will, <clears throat> excuse me, will manifest everything that you need, because the universe is on your side. 
So once you start, once you open that door, everything falls into place. Now, next week, we're going to talk about manifesting abundance. I will be recording the show uh, ahead of time because we are... um, will be in Amsterdam at a conference. So I will record it. If you have any questions, any suggestions, anything that you want to know about it, please email me at uh, roysolberg at gmail.com and I'll be glad to take them take them in and, and um, answer them uh, on the air next Wednesday. So in the meantime... I want to read you um, another quote by Steve Jobs. If today were the last day of your life, would you want to do what you're about to do today? And when the answer has been no for too many days in a row, you know you need to change something. Have the courage to change. Have the courage to say yes to your purpose. Have the courage to say yes to your passion. You'll be amazed at the synchronicity as the energy changes around you, as the people you need to see or hear or, or work with come into your life automatically. It's a great way to begin developing, expressing, and putting your gift on the table of mankind. So I will chat with you next week. In the meantime, check into the website, roysolberg.com. The the blog is um, spiritofarchetypes at dot blogspot.com. And if you have any questions, email me at roysolberg at gmail.com. I'll get them all in there. All right. Have a great week, and we'll chat with uh, and talk archetypes next Wednesday.